mic check. <clears throat> Mic check one, two, one, two. Hobby, gibby, gabby, gooba, gabba, goo, up, boo, baby. Hit the do up shoe, hobby dibby dabba dooba lava do up shoe, baby. Shout a gib like gam. Hick it like a dick a suck a dick like damn, baby. Hobby dib like gay.
Yo, yo, yo. See how many we could get this morning. What is happening, y'all? How's everybody doing? Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I haven't been live very often, but I told you guys in my last video I'm going to change that, so... Here we are. Is everybody doing well today? Let's check the multi-stream. There we go. We got Twitch on here, Facebook. What's happening, Facebook? Thank you, Dustin Zeruth. Appreciate you. South Wales in the house. What up, South Wales? New Jersey in the building. We're filling up quick, people. We're filling up quick. I love it. Like I said, haven't been live in a while, so I figured. But better do one. Thank you for the donation, Carolyn Gibson. Appreciate you. Should have been an alert on that, but I really appreciate it. Hey, there we go. There it is. There it is. So... If you haven't noticed, I'm back where I started. The good old fifth wheel, baby. You know. The apartment didn't go as planned. That's okay. Things happen. God of Thunder checking in. What up, God of Thunder? Philippines here. What's up, what's up? All over the world. We're covering the world right here. London in the building. Let's go. What up from Guam? Morgantown, West Virginia. Here with you all. 
So where did they go, y'all? What do you guys think? Isn't that crazy, though? So they actually did. I've been looking into it a little bit. And in 2020, there were 8 billion crabs in the Bering Sea. Okay? They didn't really report it. But the population dropped significantly from 2020 to 2021. It dropped all the way to 1 billion crabs. They obviously were alarmed at the, the reduction in crab population at the time, but they still had the bearing or the crab fishing season, okay? Um, like the Deadliest Catch, you know, that show. Uh, it's been a pretty, pretty popular show. Um, it kind of opened up the world to what is uh, snow crab fishing. And I'm sure there was a lot more fishermen as a result, but they're saying there's no way it's overfishing. All right. Some people um, theorize, or theor their theory was, or they conspiracized, I guess you'd say, that uh, maybe China or Japan, or mostly China though, was, you know, kind of sneaking boats in the Bering Sea and overfishing them. Um, that theory hasn't really stuck. Um, a lot of people are, are blaming climate change, okay? Now, the climate change thing, because the, the water has increased in temperature by 2 degrees or so. Now, the climate thing, the reason it's not super valid, right, is because from, I think it was 2014 to 2016, the temperature was actually higher in those years than they are this year. So if that's the case, then why didn't they move out in those years? Okay, because people are saying this. They're saying that the crabs possibly moved north closer to the Arctic, the north, north, northern Arctic um, shelf because it's colder now maybe um it's hard to say it could be a you know you guys saw my video though that's the only thing about this is it's just weird right you guys saw my video on all the sea life and how they've been acting lately right um they're getting they're schooling up swimming to shore uh whales are beaching themselves you know, now we have this, uh, billions, I mean, billions, that's a, that's a crazy number if you think about it, guys. Like, the world population is around 8 billion, so that's one snow crab per person just two years ago, three years ago, and now they're down to, what, none? It's kind of crazy, and what would you think? I mean, you know, I talk about the crazy, you know, the crazy conspiracies with you know, the Leviathan and stuff like that. And I was talking to my girlfriend about it and I was like, but why would, if it was a, if it was a massive sea creature, okay, that is, that is causing all this, you know, disturbance, if you will. Um, why would they eat snow crabs? It just doesn't seem plausible. Like it's a very small meal, right? Um, unless they're in a massive group of like millions at a time and you could just swoop them up. You know what I mean? It just doesn't seem 
plausible, but yeah, that, that too, maybe something, you know, they probably, like I said, it could be a, a, it could happen every couple hundred years or a thousand years where these crabs, you know, they hurt, they, they school up and they basically move out and they move towards the shelf, towards the wall. Um, and they could breed. I mean, I don't know. It's really hard to say. It's really, really intriguing. Um, you know, like I said, the massive sea creature theory, I guess you never know. Maybe crabs are good for them or maybe they like them, uh, to eat them in the billions. I mean, that, that'd take a hell of a creature, uh, to do that. Either that, or like I said, maybe they see something's coming, a flood, um, I don't know, a quake. I have no idea. Uh, I know it sounds crazy, the whole massive sea creature thing, but um, that's kind of what I touched on in the last video, uh, the Leviathan and the Behemoth, right? Uh, they say that at the end of days, well, on the, so I'll start from the beginning. I, on the fifth day, God created animals, and in the process, he created three like divine beings, if you will. Leviathan, the behemoth, and the ziz. Okay? So, the Leviathan had a... He created two of them, male, female. And at first... See, whales eat krill. Okay, see? So, it's not in any... It's not out of the question for a, you know, massive sea creature to just go murk all of the freaking crabs. I mean, if that's their thing, you never know. I mean, you never know, right? Uh... And it's billions of crabs, so it's not like it wouldn't be a solid meal, right? Maybe it's a delicacy to them, you know? Like, you would think they would eat the whales, they would eat, eat massive creatures like that. Um, sh you know, sharks, stuff like that, but... That's... Yeah, Mark, you're kind of... Maybe. That's that's what I fear, I'm fear. i fearful of. Um, you know, maybe... maybe these creatures can tell when something's coming. It's just weird. They're just they're acting odd. But so he made the Leviathan, the Behemoth, and the Ziz. The Ziz I had no idea about. Okay. The Ziz I had no idea about. Um. But the Leviathan, he created a male and a female. Well. In my studies. I was reading about about him in the book of Job, and then the book of Enoch, the fragment of Noah. Uh, I couldn't figure out exactly whether or not, uh, or exactly what the Leviathan was, male or female. It's female in the book of Enoch, and then male in the um, book of Job. But it said that God had to come down and kill the female right because he didn't want them breeding because if they bred they would basically you know kill off all the creatures of the sea uh, fight with mankind uh, cause mankind all kinds of issues and Leviathan did cause mankind issues back in the day supposedly this is all legend and obviously for entertainment purposes only right um, so a little side note Somebody wrote me, and they wrote, because they did a, a long study on Leviathan and stuff like that, 
um, wrote a uh, article in the uh, Chorus Digest or the Cora, um, and he said that the Nile itself, right? Check this out. This blew my mind. He said the Nile itself was created by the Leviathan. The Nile River was basically formed by the Leviathan. That blew my mind. I was like, no way, this is crazy. You know, it's crazy. Um, so basically, the Leviathan kind of slithered across the land and dug a trench so massive, it was the Nile River. Freaking crazy. Uh, so it's a massive, he said they're 300 miles long is what I read. That's crazy. I mean, I've seen some stuff on Google Earth, fam. Don't get me wrong. I've seen some big creatures on Google Earth. If you really look into Google Earth, you can see a lot on there. And I've seen, you know, upwards of close to, you know, half a mile long creatures on there. But, God, 300 miles, yo? That's insane. That's insane. Uh, it's scary, really. It's scary. Something that big. And they say it resides in the Mediterranean. Uh, wild stuff. It's the only one of the three that are aggressive, the Leviathan. So that's why God had to take out the female. Um, and it reads, it reads crazy, the description. He takes out the female, right? And then he basically skins her. And their skin, and their scales, and their skin are like divine, beautiful, uh, very tight. That so tight that air can't even get through them. They're impenetrable, basically. So it says God took her skin and he made a canopy out of it, right? So this canopy is supposedly the most beautiful canopy you would ever lay your eyes on. The colors and the shine from the sun. It's like nothing you've ever seen. Uh, then he took the meat, okay? The meat of the Leviathan. This is all written, guys. This is all written. Um, I want to say that is in the book of Enoch. Uh, like the kind of, it surprises me they even have this stuff out there. Um, it's, uh, it's edgy, right? It's edgy. Uh, I'll read a couple of excerpts from the book of Enoch here in a second and it'll blow your mind what it says. So he basically uses and cuts up the female Leviathan and uses her as meat. Okay. So he has the meat and he's preserving it for when he comes down to judge on the on the day of judgment and the righteous will sit around the table and dine on the Leviathan with him. Alright? <laughs> like that's exactly what it says. So I when I got to looking into the Leviathan stuff, it was crazy, y'all. Like the stories that I read and and that out of the book was insane. Uh, there's multiple excerpts in the Bible from from the book of Enoch and the Bible from ancient times, from many, many years ago. So, it's crazy stuff at the end of the day. Uh, you know, those are some of the oldest documents written. I mean, so it's hard to, it's hard to totally deny them. And also, guys, I'm going to get into something crazy too. In the book of Enoch, I was looking and I stumbled on this 
story or this excerpt from it about the sun and the luminaries, the moon. The sun and the moon and how they work and where they come from. Mind-blowing, y'all. Like, it's so weird and so hard to wrap your mind around this. this, this. I mean, I can honestly see, like, <laughs> part of me can kind of see why they, 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 you know, more or less kind of banned the Book of Enoch. Because it's freaking out there, dude. Um, but it's it's awesome at the same time, right? It's awesome at the same time. Uh, good stuff. It's just totally freaking awesome. Um, hold on here. Let me do a display capture here. Uh Well, come on. Hold on, guys. Hold on. Boom. Oh, frick. Let me see. God dang it. All right. Hold on here. Okay, is it catching the display? God dang it. Is it catching the display, you guys? I already am recording it. Huh. Well, that sucks. Um. Here. Let me know. If it's capturing the display here, I'm going to go here and read here. No, I didn't want that one. I was really hoping. Here, hold on here. Crap. See, so guys, check this out. Be, Be patient with me, all right? Be patient with me. So, I bought a MacBook, all right? I'm usually a Windows guy. But I've been reading really good things online about the Mac. And I love it so far, all right? I do. But, it's been a bit of a pain in the butt to get used to. I'm not even going to lie. I just want to minimize the screen, you know? Ah, well, that stinks. Hold on here. Let me take a. Let me. I'll just take a screenshot and I'll put the screenshot up here in a second. Hold on. Hold on. It should be easy. Window capture. Full screen backdrop. Huh. I'm going to have to figure this out, guys. I'll have to figure it out for next time. But anyway, I could just take a screenshot real quick. Just bear with me. Bear with me, y'all. When are these Mac? The Macs are so tricky, man. They're so tricky. There's a lot. It's just different. It's kind of frustrating though. 
Hold on, I'll just take a screenshot here. It's a pain in the butt. I was hoping to just be able to read it right off the screen. Grr. That's frustrating. Okay. There's that. I was hope I wanted because I wanted you guys to be able to follow along. Instead of me just babbling, I want you to follow along and read the read the stuff with me, you know. That frustrates me. The display capture is not working. That pisses me off to no end. Er browser source maybe? Let me try that. Add source. URL. Hold on here. Let me skate over here real quick. Let me try this. Um, I'm going to do the Book of Enoch, uh, the story of the Leviathan first. Okay. Copy. Um, okay. And let's try this. Work, work, work. paste hey there we go there we go oh come on you won't let me scroll up and down of course interact there we go come on Come on. Uh, there we go. Ah, come on. You won't let me scroll up and down. Bastard. Bastard. God dang it. How frustrating. I wouldn't let you. That is so stupid. That it won't let you scroll up and down. Oh, fuck. Sorry, guys. My my language. Oh well, I'll just do pictures, I guess. Oh, Sorry, guys. Hold on here. Sometimes I wish I would have just stuck with Windows. Not gonna lie. Alright, hold on. I'll just select these photos and send them in. You want to hear this. This is really good stuff. One nice thing about it is the airdrop feature. It's awesome. I just got to get used to the whole Mac and uh, whole Mac and uh, Streamlabs thing. Alright, hold up. Let me add some images here. Okay. There we go. Open. I should have had all these set up already, but I figured I'd be able to see, you guys would be able to see the browser. <sighs> that was going to be the easy, easy peasy. 
Okay, that's one. Alright, Godumba. I'll just start, I'll probably just start reading them, guys. If you can, so check it out. I'll put the browser up for you guys. If you want, go follow along. That's going to have to be how it goes. Um, I can do some of the images. This is chapter one. Okay. I can at least read this up to that. And then I'll read chapter two or the, the next in the chapter one. Okay. This is it. This is the fragment of Noah. All right. This is the fragment of Noah in the book of Enoch. Okay. Hold on. Let me get some water here real quick. And I'll be able to read it. And then I'll add the next photo. And it'll be all legit. Alright guys. So it's pretty intense. Alright. So I'm going to have to stop and tell you guys some things here along the way. But. And it's like I said. It's in, oral, it's in the old style English. But it's still pretty easy to understand. Okay. So it says. Hold on here. Let me. Let me add one more image so I can keep right going. Bing, bing, and thank you so much for the donation, bro. I appreciate the the moral support. I really do. All right. So it gets, like I said, it gets intense, y'all. Alright. Wow. Alright. So it says, In the year 500, in the seventh month, on the fourteenth day of the month, in the life of Enoch, in that parable, I saw how a mighty quaking made the heaven of the heavens to quake, and the host of the Most High, and the angels, a thousand thousands and ten thousand times ten thousand, were disquieted, with a great disquiet. And the head of day sat on the throne of his glory. And the angels and the righteous stood around him. And a great trembling seized me. And a fear took hold of me. And my loins gave way. And dissolved were my reins. And I fell upon my face. So this is Noah. Okay. Writing about his experience. It's not Enoch. It's Noah. Writing about his experience, okay? So, when he says, he basically says, when he seen God and when he saw the angels, he was so taken aback by it that he literally fell over dead. Alright? He fell over dead. It totally took him aback. He couldn't believe what he was seeing. He died on the spot. Okay, fell off his horse, and then Michael, angel, sent from above the holy ones, and he raised me up. So, and Michael sent another angel from among the holy ones, that's what it says, and he raised me up. And when he had raised me up, my spirit returned, for I had not been able to endure the look of this host. So, he couldn't endure the look of it, the look of God. To me, that's intriguing. Like, that is just baffling. 
I'm kind of confused on that one. Like, what could God possibly be to where he was so, to me, he was so horrendous. Like, he was so just almost like in a, in a way just, I don't know, not horrendous. I shouldn't say it like that, but like, he was scary, obviously. It scared him to death. Like, it frightened him beyond life. Like, white as a ghost, dies on an, on the spot. Like, it just has me thinking, like, what could God possibly be, yo? It's just crazy to think about. And when he had raised me up, my spirit returned, for I had not been able to endure the look of this host, and the commotion and the quaking of the heavens. And Michael said unto me, Why art thou disquieted with such a vision? Until this, last, last, until this day lasted the day of his mercy, and he hath been merciful and long-suffering towards those who dwell on earth. And when the day and the power and the punishment and the judgment come, which the Lord of Spirits hath prepared for those who worship not the righteous law, It says, not the righteous law, and for those who deny the righteous judgment, and for those who take his name in vain. That day is prepared for the elect a covenant, but for sinners an inquisition. So this is, this is basically God saying, if you use his name in vain, if you are not righteous, if you are not decent, if you are not kind, if you are not... Uh, Holy, I mean, you know, I don't think he necessarily means you have to worship him all the time. You should pray probably. Um, and I wasn't super spiritual until I started doing what I do, you know, and I started really researching and digging into this stuff. Um, people, they discredit the Bible often and they write it off a lot. Okay. Um, but I'm here to tell you, uh, I'm no, I'm no church goer. I'm no, you know, I used to watch Joel Osteen once in a while on Sundays. I like Joel Osteen. He's a good motivational speaker. Um, but that's as far as it went. So I'm here to tell you I'm not just, I'm not some, you know, trying to push any agenda or anything like that. But I'm just telling you there is a lot more truth to the Bible than people will ever know and ever give credit to. Um, all the stories in the Bible they sound a lot of them sound fantastical i understand that i really do um it's crazy i know and it sounds crazy but when i tell you that they're mostly based on absolute fact i'm not kidding there's a lot to it that people don't understand yet um someday maybe we will but uh the bible just don't write it off that's all i'm going to say just don't write it off at least humor it and hear it don't just write it off and say, oh, it's not true. You guys are crazy. The Bible's bullcrap. That's not cruel. That's not right. It's not right. I'm telling you. Um, so after he says all this to Noah, this is where it gets crazy. And this is one of the, the excerpts that I believe is why they partly struck the Bible or the book of Enoch into, you know, out of out of existence mostly. Um, and don't push it as a Bible that we should read. Uh, it's just, at times, the book of Enoch is grim, okay? It's uh, 
scarily grim. <laughs> um, so I think that sometimes that's why they kind of, you know, you know, it was one of the lost books, right? Um, so it says here, when the punishment of the Lord of the Spirit shall rest upon them, the sinners, it shall rest in order that the punishment of the Lord of the Spirits may not come in vain. Here's the line that's, that's crazy, all right? So, discretion, all that stuff, um, for entertainment purposes only, but, you know, all the good stuff. So, may not come in vain. And it shall slay the children with their mothers and the children with their fathers. Afterwards, the judgment shall take place according to his mercy and his patience. So, there you have it. He said, there's no, there's no in-betweens. There's no mercy at certain points. Um, he will do whatever he has to do when it comes down to the judgment and the righteous. Okay? Um, if you guys want to check it out, I'll have to give you that as a source. This is actually, too, truthfully, the source I have here is like the raw, uncut Book of Enoch. All right? No, no, nothing taken out, nothing switched around, nada. It's the real thing. Okay, so check it out. Holy crap. The frick was that? That's a squirrel. <laughs> a squirrel on my roof. Okay. And on that day. Oh, that's probably my cat. And on that day were two monsters parted. A female monster named Leviathan. To dwell in the abysses of the ocean over the fountains of the waters. So, over the fountains of the waters. Okay? What waters are we talking about here? Hold on, guys. Sorry guys. Somehow my cat got on the roof of my camper. Crazy little crap. Okay. So, and on that day two monsters parted. A female monster named Leviathan to dwell in the abysses of the ocean over the fountains of the waters. Okay. Over the fountains of the waters, guys. What are they talking about? They're not talking about the ocean. They're talking about the fountains of the deep. They're talking about the springs and the waters below the waters, right? These are the waters that are fresh, okay? They're fresh waters, and they're three times, they estimate, three to five, and they, I think they're, they're low-balling it. I think it's a lot more than that. Um, three to five times more water than the oceans on the surface. So, and it's all fresh, okay? 
So when the flood took place, it talks about how God opened the gates to the fountains of the deep. I believe that when the flood took place, it was more so from those waters than anything. He opened the gates to the fountains of the deep and the fresh water rushed up and it, and it literally flooded the entirety of the planet. Okay. Um, now who, who, you know, I've been having this, I've been just re, like this, this heavy question in my head, like for the longest time, um, you know, who is God, right? Who is he? It's a, it's a, it's an odd question. It's kind of fun. It's kind of weird to think about, but I, I've, I have a feeling I, I have a good idea. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it might not be what people think. It's a little different, possibly. But I don't know. I could be wrong, too. I mean, it's all speculation. That's what this is about. It's fun. You know what I mean? Think about it. Who is God, right? Why is he so... It seems like... Like, almost evil at times, right? Almost evil. Like, slay the children with their mothers and the children with their father. Like, that's that's brutal, bro. That's brutal. For what? I mean, I don't know. It's just gnarly stuff. Um makes you question you know at times but uh, we continue on okay but the male is named behemoth who occupied with his breast a waste wilderness named Dudaean on the east of the garden where the elect and righteous dwell where my grandfather was taken up the seventh from Adam the first man whom the Lord of Spirits created and I besought the other angel that he should show me the might of those monsters how they were parted on one day and cast, the one into the abysses of the sea and the other unto the dry land of the wilderness. And he said to me, Thou son of man, herein thou dost seek to know what is hidden. And the other angel who went with me and showed me what was hidden told me what is first and last in the heaven and height, and beneath the earth and the depth and the ends of the heaven and on the foundation of heaven. In the chambers of the winds, and how the winds are divided, and how they are weighed, and how the portals of the winds are reckoned, each according to the power of the wind, and the power of the lights of the moon, and according to that power that is fitting, and the divisions of the stars according to their names, and how they are all made. So basically, God takes him and shows him everything. The above, the below, uh, how the winds are created, the sun, the moon, basically showed Noah all that is, all right, all that is, it's insane, uh, it would be, I mean, to be that, to be, to be able to experience such a thing would be absolutely breathtaking, right, breathtaking, um, this is all I could say, you know, uh, amazing stuff, really, it's just amazing, okay, hold on here, so I'm going to add another source here, uh, so what happens here is Noah gets to see how the, uh, Leviathan and behemoth were made. So more so on the Leviathan, right? I'll read an excerpt from the book of job. The book of job talks about both the behemoth and the Leviathan in pretty good depth. Okay. All right, hold on here.
Okay. It's a really, here, I'll just read it off here. You guys don't even need to follow along, right? Okay, so this is the book of Job. A lengthy description of him comes from the book of Job. This is the Leviathan, okay? His strong scales are his pride, shut up as tight as a seal. One is so near to another that no air can come between them. They are joined to one another. They clasp each other and cannot be separated. His sneezes flash forth light, and his eyes are like the eyelids of the morning. Out of his mouth go burning torches. Sparks of fire leap forth. Out of his nostril smoke goes forth, as from a boiling pot and burning rushes. His breath kindles like coals, and a flame goes forth from his mouth. In his neck lodges strength, and dismay leaps before him. The folds of his flesh are joined together, firm on him and immovable. His heart is as hard as a stone, even as hard as a lower millstone. When he raises himself up, the mighty fear. Because of the crashing, they are bewildered. The sword that reaches him cannot avail, nor the spear, the dart, or the javelin. He regards iron as straw, bronze as rotten wood. The arrow cannot make him flee. Sling stones are turned into stubble for him. Clubs are regarded as that just stubble. He laughs at the rattling of the javelin. His underparts are like sharp possherds. He spreads out like a threshing sledge on the mire. He makes the depths boil like a pot. He makes the sea like a jar of ointment. Behind him, he makes a wake to the shine. One would think the deep to be gray-haired. Nothing on earth is like him. One made without fear. He looks on everything that is high. He is king over all the sons of pride. So what did they say? The king over all the sons of pride, meaning the sons of sinners, the sons of pride. What did, uh, what did uh, Lucifer get thrown down to the gates of hell for? Pride, okay? He thought he could beat God, and he couldn't. So he got thrown down to the gates of hell, okay? So this is really cool too right here. Milton mentions Leviathan twice, referring to his enormous size in the book called Paradise Lost. By ancient Tarsus held, or that sea beast Leviathan, which God of all his works created hugest, that swim the ocean stream. Wallowing unwieldy, enormous in their gait, tempest the ocean. Their Leviathan, hugest of living creatures on the deep, stretched like a promontory, Sleeps or swims and seems a moving land, and at his gills draws in, and at his trunk spouts out a sea. Paradise lost. So, by ancient Tarsus, right? That caught my eye. Tarsus. Tartary? Okay. There's a lot more to Tartary than people know, or the Tartarians, okay? So, I've been reading an account. That's crazy. It's, it may or may not be true. All right. Um, nevertheless, it's a really cool account. Um, and it's just, it talks about the Tartarians. Okay. So I'll get into that here after this. This is, this is the Tartarian story is absolutely amazing. Um, the story that I'm going to tell you is absolutely amazing. Okay. Um, but be patient. I'm going to tell you after all the uh, behemoth and the ziz. 
Um, if you saw my video on the Ziz, I never knew about the Ziz, which blew my mind. Um, and also, on a quick note, like, I was looking through YouTube, right? I was looking through YouTube one day, and I was looking at my stats, and it said something about search terms, okay? And I was like, okay, cool, what search terms do I come up with the most? Do, do I come up when people search the most? And my number one search term that I came up for was called the DABA. I'm like, the DABA? What in the world is the DABA? That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Like, the DABA, really? Come on, you know? I was, like, kind of disappointed. Like, who searches the DABA? Nobody, right? Well, I looked it up, and the DABA is actually, and it, uh, it's an Islamic, right? I'm pretty sure it's Islamic. An Islamic creature, the same thing like the Leviathan. The DABA comes at the world end. It's Middle Eastern, right? So when Middle East people or they're, they're of that religion, Islamic, uh, they they search their their that creature, their creature of the Leviathan, uh, the Daba. I come up, which kind of blew my mind because I've never done a story on it. But um, I was like, wow, that's kind of crazy how the algorithm does that, right? Because uh, I've talked about a lot of end time stuff. We've talked about a lot of you know creatures from from you know the depths and you know, the Leviathan, the behemoth. I haven't done anything on them till now, but yeah, it was really intriguing that uh, I came up as uh, a source or, or a video on the DABA. Very interesting. Um, so nevertheless, God created these three creatures, right? Uh, two of them are actually docile. They're actually creatures that are not hostile and a threat to mankind. Uh, the, the Ziz and the Behemoth. They basically just live uh, as they do and they, they, they enjoy life. They don't attack people. They don't hurt people. Um, the only incident was the one in my video, if you didn't watch my video, uh, the incident with the Ziz, right? So that this this was crazy. I found a really good site on here. Um, where is it at here? I found a really good site about mythology. And it covers the... I also found a really cool story on underground tunnels, guys. The underground tunnels are crazy, y'all. Okay. The underground tunnels are crazy. Come on. Right here, I think. No. So they're saying too, on a side note, I was reading like like I said about the underground tunnels. They said that there's actually a underground tunnel system from a previous civilization. Check this out. An underground tunnel system from a previous civilization that has been blocked off. Okay, they basically cemented it in, but they discovered it nonetheless. All right? They discovered There it is, cool. Um they discovered a vast underground tunnel system that spans the entirety of the world, y'all. That travels and it has that uses a high speed it's like a all oh, the magnetic style trains 
um, I don't remember what they're called, uh, high-speed rail something, high-speed rail. But anyway, they found one, they found these tunnels that a previous civilization had built. Tartarians. Thank you, Frankenbeans. Appreciate you. Appreciate the donations. All donations help, guys. It's really awesome. Love you guys for it. It always it, it's, makes it so it's, it's quicker to bring me back to lives, that's for sure. Um, so I appreciate it, guys. But it's obviously not all about the, the cash, but I love it. It, it does help. Um, so they had these underground tunnels that span the entirety of the world. And the civilization that built it, the Tartarians, uh, basically left them abandoned. But we, it was said that you, they were so, they were built so well that we could have used them as they sat. We could have started them back up and used them. Why we didn't? Well, why don't we do a lot of things? You know, um, for the fact that we still don't have high-speed railways in America just blows my mind to this day. Uh, why I I can't put any any justice or, or I can't justify why not uh, it blows my mind that I can't hop on a train and ride from the east coast to the west it should have been done a long time ago oh come on Thank you so much, new member. I appreciate you, Kim. That is awesome. I really appreciate that. Means a lot to me. Okay. I was hoping to find the behemoth on this mythology.net. Alright, hold up here. Let me try. Mythology. I want to read a little bit about the behemoth too. Mythology.net slash Monsters slash behemoth. Boom. Air establishing database. Why? Interesting. That is weird. Anyhow. Leviathan showing up. Okay. So it said, and this says Yahweh. This one uses Yahweh as God. An uneasy feeling rises in your stomach as you watch the waters begin to churn from the bow of the ship. The bow of the ship. You embark on your journey through the Mediterranean with an uneasy feeling and the events take place before your eyes only serve to make you feel more uncomfortable. You watch as two beams of glowing light pierce the surface of the water as the sea begins to boil. A feeling of defeat settles in your heart. Already you can see the armored scales rising from the depth. Leviathan is upon you. These moments are to be your last. <laughs> Pretty cool. The tale of the Leviathan has been a source of curiosity among many Christians and non-believers alike since the inception of the creature was expressed in the pages of the Bible. Now, in the Bible, it says what's going to take place. So, at the end of days or whatever, when when judgment day comes, God is going to come from the heavens and a battle will take place and he will battle the Leviathan. This is actually... Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Either that one when I'm pretty sure it's the judgment day or when Jesus returns, which is the same thing, day of judgment. Okay. Um the only reason I say that is because if it's supposed to take out mankind, maybe he comes in after the Leviathan has already took out a bunch of mankind. Um That's probably the case. And then God comes down and he battles the Leviathan. 
The first thing he does, though, is thank you so much, Star Angel. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, so he sets Gabriel up to defeat the Leviathan. Gabriel is supposed to be the one, the Archangel Gabriel, is supposed to be the one that defeats the Leviathan. Apparently, in the battle, he struggles. And he can't beat it. He literally cannot beat the Leviathan. So God has to step in, and with his mighty sword, God cuts the Leviathan in half. Alright? So, it's even said that God was absolutely... He was, he was taken aback. He was baffled at the fact that he almost had a hard time beating the Leviathan. The Leviathan was so strong that God even had a hard time with him. Alright? But he did defeat him nevertheless. Now, that's one theory. The other theory is that the Behemoth and the Leviathan go to battle. And they both die in the battle. Okay? That's a couple. That's another theory. Um, but nevertheless, before that, the Leviathan... So, <laughs> the Leviathan takes out mankind. So, you guys remember when I did the video about the um, creatures and how they're acting. Thank you so much, DJ's 94 Bronco. You're the man. Appreciate you. Um, 94 Bronco. Good year. Good truck. Ford, baby. Um, so, the Leviathan in the flood, right? So, I think about this sometimes, right? What if the Leviathan, like I have said before, what if there's a creature that comes back every th thousand or so years that takes place that that comes back and he gets around and and that's when you know the flood is coming that a flood is coming all right the waters flood and billions of people end up in the water drown then the leviathan comes through and he cleans up shop and eats them <laughs> all of them pretty much kind of like 8 billion crabs disappear you know what i'm saying he cleans up the water. Uh, that was just a theory of mine. Crazy theory. Kind of out there. But cool nevertheless, right? Um, so my hope is, you know, you guys saw my videos. My hope is that none of this is true and that we're going to be just fine. I'm pretty sure we are. Um, it's all fun to ponder on. But I'm definitely not trying to fear monger or anything like that, you guys. Um, I just love to talk about what ifs and what could be's. Um, theories, all that good stuff. Okay? So, I'm off the Leviathan. Now I'm going to back up. Well, I'll tell the story of the Ziz. Thank you so much, Nathan Bork. You are the man. Appreciate you. 20 bucks. Let's go. I appreciate you. From Melbourne, Australia. Love your work. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. And I wanted to tell you guys, though, so I haven't been posting as much as I should have been. I haven't been posting as much as I should be. Um... So, you know, excuses are like a-holes, right? Everybody's got one. But, so, I'm, so, I don't even, it's embarrassing. It's really embarrassing. Um, I moved into that apartment that I got, right? I moved into this apartment. And, uh, it, it was in a nice neighborhood. A beautiful neighborhood where I'm at. Um, nice houses the whole way. Uh, nice house itself. When we got there, it was old. It's an old house. It was an old farmhouse style, but it had... Nice side. It was beautiful on the outside. Big house, four bedrooms. I thought, perfect. I'll have a creator room. Um, my lady will have her room to do whatever she does. 
uh, and we'll be good. Life will be good, you know. And I figured we could clean it up and, and you know, just make it nice, make it our, our place, you know. Um, so I paid up front. I paid six months up front. Um, we signed a lease. There we go. We move in. It's great. Life's good. We're moving. All right. Um, then all of a sudden, it was like two, oh, probably two to three weeks in, all right? Um, two to three weeks in, I spotted something on the floor, okay? And it was moving, and it was like, moving like I haven't really ever seen. I'm from Michigan, so I don't ever see things like this. Uh, first time I'd ever seen one. And it, it's so embarrassing. Like, I don't even like saying it. Uh, it was a, it was a roach, right? Um, I don't even like saying it. <laughs> but I was like, okay, I had never seen one before. I had never seen one. I was like, okay, no biggie. Like, kind of weird. Never seen one. Because in Michigan, we don't have them. We don't have them. In the South, I know they're prominent. Uh, a lot of people in the South deal with them. Hot climates, hot environments, deal with them. Um, I'm not used to it. So I didn't know what they entailed. I thought, okay, bug, just squish it, you know, big deal. Um, thank you so much, C. Dale Whitehurst. I appreciate you for the $10, bro. Sorry if I'm getting too personal with you guys, but I got to tell you why I haven't been posting, okay? I like to keep you guys informed. Um, you guys are following me. You follow me closely. And, you know, I've been taking, like, five-day breaks here and there. And I don't do that normally, ever. Um, and, and I think sometimes the platforms even look at me like, are you lazy or something? Well, I don't like being a complainer. I don't like telling everybody what I got going on. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I can't just be like, oh, Facebook here. Um, my my apartment fell apart. I freaking got. You know what am I? What am I supposed to do? So I just I I. It was terrible. It's been the most terrible experience I've ever had, guys. Like I'm not kidding you. Um, so naturally, in the beginning, I didn't really think much of it because I didn't know what they were. I thought, okay, yeah, we'll just keep you know kind of what keep an eye out, blah, blah blah. Then I start seeing them on the counters like in our in, like one day i got food from a, a riverdale tavern which is down the road what you guys don't know about riverdale but um they make these awesome like like fish they have awesome cod anyway i had it in a styrofoam and blah, blah blah i left it on the counter and i go to open it like two hours later to eat some uh fish and uh, three of them crawl out of the freaking thing i'm like oh what the hell okay so i took little precautions the guy the guy next door works for terminex okay so i had him come in and I had him put some stuff down, blah, 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 blah. He helped me out. Um, he actually follows me on here. So he, he was a fan before I even knew him. Um, so he did a preventatives. I didn't think much of it, right? So then we get preventatives, blah, blah, blah. We throw it around. Well, it doesn't matter what we do, guys. They keep coming back. And it's terrible. Um, it sucks. Uh, and I looked into it, and they're very bad. They're bad, bad, bad. They get into everything. They lay eggs. They do nasty shit. They're terrible creatures. <laughs> and, yeah. So, yeah. So, it's been the worst experience ever. We've been cleaning out. We put diatomaceous earth on, like, all of our products, all of our stuff. Because one day I even got up and went up to my room or my lab or my studio where I was creating. And I started using my laptop. One crawled out of it. Okay? One crawled out of it. So, <laughs> they're bad. And... We've been trying and trying to fight them, and they just don't go away. I think they're in the walls. They're in the ceilings. Um, landlord never obviously told us of this infestation. I mentioned it to them about two weeks in, and they said, oh, we thought that they would be gone with the interim of nobody living there for a month. Oh, all right. Uh, that's awesome. 
So anyway, I've been fighting that, you guys, and that's why I'm back to where I started, which I love being here. This is my spot. This is where it all happened. The camper, dude, I don't care. I love it. I live a camper. I don't give a crap. I don't care about all, none of that. I love where I live. I love where I'm at, and I love life, right? So you got to make the best of it. You roll with the punches. Maybe I'll get some money back. Maybe I won't. Um, if not, if sometimes a boss got to take a loss. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, you just roll with the punches. You can't, you know, <laughs> this is what it is, man. You just got to keep grinding. So uh, that's where I'm at with it, but that's why I've been, because I've been having to move all my stuff back here. We've had to move all our stuff out of the house. It's like we're not even trying to do the Terminex thing or Terminator thing or whatever. We're not doing none of that crap. We're not living that way. I'm not going to live like that. And that's that. So we move back to the place. You know what I'm saying? Um, what's getting towards intentionally misleading people? What do you mean? What's Oh, holy crap. I'm way up. It'll all work out, right? Keep it lit. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, Deadly's Catch is going to be canceled. Nope, nope. Leviathan is a dragon sea serpent. Yeah, I know. Isn't that messed up? And they did nothing in between. The landlords did nothing in between to do any preventatives. Nothing. It may it really hurts my it really hurt because you know I paid them up front and I gave them like a lot of money and it's like how could you do that to me man? Like how could you do that to me? You know, I drive a nice car, like I do and I, I haven't I try to be a nice life and I like my girl keeps shit clean as fuck. Like excuse my language. But like we ain't like that man and like how could they do that to us, you know? It just it hurt it hurts almost, you know what I mean? smashed yeah they do do that okay put them on the backs see and we've done all that we've done all that we put out um like you guys i think this investigation was deep like i was seeing infants like the nymphs and all that like this infestation was deep y'all i swear to god when i walk up the stairs i can hear them crawling in the ceiling Yeah, any house can I feel that. I know, I know. The world is a stage and everything's a lie. That's crazy. New York in the house. Tartaria was for real. Mad tech hidden from us. Deportation free energy all was grand. I know. So I'm going to tell that story. All right? I'm going to tell you all that real quick because you're going to love it. Okay? So, the fallen. All right? I have, a, I have an alternate theory. All right? To the fallen. Right? I found this... I stumbled upon this this text and I read it and it was amazing. It basically comes from this gentleman, his descendant from down and then like way down the line. It's a great story within the family and it's awesome. Anyhow, so the fallen, right? So let's say this alien faction had has 
has kind of a, a, a thumb on earth, right? Like has, has, its, has its hands on earth, right? They are mostly slightly in control. Um, maybe not fully, but, you know, it, it's like a 50-50. But anyhow, previously they had been the, before mankind even, the, 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 in, inhabit, the inhabitants of earth, okay? So they created man, blah, 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 to get gold, blah, blah, blah. They keep us slaves, and then they let us live in society. And anyhow, there was a civilization that was free from any type of influence, okay? The, the initial rulers of, of Earth were off fighting another war. They were fighting another war with another faction. So they weren't watching Earth. They weren't monitoring it. Or, or or even there. They were all... It was a call-all-cars war. They had to have everybody fighting so they could even have a chance because they were fighting the Anunnaki. Okay? They were fighting the Anunnaki who was normally their allies but they got in a quarrel over a disagreement. So they went to war. While they were off fighting, while they were off fighting, these other beings saw an opportunity. They thought that, well, we're, we're going to go in here and we're going to help out mankind. They, they're a little oppressed. They don't know what's going on. So we're going to fall from the heavens. And they did. And they were known as the Anakim. This is just a theory anyway, by, by the way. For entertainment purposes, it could be a total fantasy. Anakim, fall from the heavens, the fallen. Okay. They breed with the daughters of man. And they create a race. Some of them probably turn out to be the Nephilim. Maybe some of them didn't turn out quite right. But the vast majority of them turned out to be the Tartarians. Hybrid giants and humans. 12 to 14 foot tall. Sometimes 20, depending. But for the most part, 10 to 12 to 15 feet tall. Giants, okay? The Anakim did this because they saw and wanted to liberate mankind. And they also saw an opportunity. See, mankind, we are in, in, in this realm or galaxy, if you will, we are special. And we are special because the source God, the God, the source energy God, place a small portion of his essence within our soul. And he did this out of mercy because he knew that we were created to be a slave race. So God gave us an essence of himself, his energy within our soul. All the alien factions around know it. This is a theory. All the alien factions around supposedly know it. But some of them while they know it, fear it. The Anakim saw an opportunity to create a hybrid being with this soul source energy. Okay? <laughs> I like it, guys. <laughs> One. <laughs> all right, all right. I see you, I see you. 
No, I'm not saying I'm a prophet. I'm not saying none of that false prophet, bro. I'm just, I'm talking. That's it. I'm telling stories, bro. It's a story. It's just another story. Well, before that, the reset took place. The reset took place many years before that. Well, actually, I take that back. Not before that. Hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. So, we have the source energy, and then they breathe the uh, Tartarian. So, what happened is, the Tartarian race started stumbling upon all of this tech. They started, you know, cracking into the pyramids, uh, finding out, on finding underground caverns and in massive caves like the one in like Romania for example um, they found technology that was vast and great nothing like they'd ever seen why do you think they were so advanced technologically they found tech alright and they found tech left by previous civilizations and this tech allowed them to build anti-gravity aircraft build all the uh, teleportation, time travel, all that stuff. The underground tunnel systems. It was all because they found this tech left behind by a certain civilization. Another faction, if you will. Okay? So, anyhow. The, the, this, the faction fighting with the Anunnaki, that war ended. Alright? And they came back to the, to the Earth. And they seen, holy crap, this civilization has advanced at a rapid rate. What is going on? Well, they found out about what took place, the Anakim. They bred with us, Tartarians. And they said, all right, this can't happen. We got to go to war. We got to stop this. Because they wanted control of Earth. So they came in and they started fighting with the Tartarians. And it was a great Earth war. Like nothing the Earth had ever seen. Technology beyond belief, explosions, they trashed, I mean, it was just nukes, uh, amazing, amazing war. I actually think I might have footage from that war, if you, uh, if you bear with me for a second. But anyway, this, this, this war was like an all-out battle, all hands on deck, all-out battle for Earth, all-out battle for, to take back Earth and put it in the rightful hands. All right, and bring peace to the land again. Okay, so the battle took place for years and years, hundreds of years. All right, this battle took place. The initial rulers were on their heels. The Tartarians were about to win. Okay, they were about to win the war, this great war. Well, the faction that rules they said oh crap we're gonna lose we got to go back to the Anunnaki and ask them if they'll they'll join forces with us again so they basically have to go back and ask the people that they had just been fighting a war with if they would ally with them okay at first they were reluctant and said no yeah right but then the then the faction said well what if they come after you after they're done with us this race is so powerful. And they were so powerful because of what? They had God's essence in their soul. And that's what the other factions fear the most. That, that humanity become, that we have the potential to become something so powerful that we could potentially do amazing great things and rule the galaxy type stuff is what the theory is. 
because we have God's essence in our soul. We're the only ones in the whole galaxy, in the whole realm. We're the only ones that have God's essence in our soul. All right? This is a theory. This is just a story. I'm just talking a story. It's a crazy cool story. I loved it. Um, so, they go back and they ask the, right here. Oh, no, hold on, hold on. Let me find the footage here. They go back and they ask the Anunnaki, and the Anunnaki at first says no, but then they say, what if they come after you next? And they think, oh, okay, well, maybe that's a good point. What can you do for us? And they said, we'll give you mountains of gold. Mountains. And we all know what happened to the Anunnaki in the, in the planet of Nibiru. They lost their atmosphere because probably of nuclear war. So what do they use? They use gold to rebuild it. They basically particleize it, and I don't think particleize is a word, but um, they shoot it up into the atmosphere, and it creates gold, and it creates an atmosphere for them. So they love gold. So the gold won them over, and the Anunnaki helped them. Totally, it was still a good battle, but they won. The Anunnaki and them won. They beat the Tartarians, and they. The, basically, the remaining Tartarians that lived, they escaped and got off planet and are out there today still trying to revamp and build some massive army to come back and try to re regain Earth, is, the th is what they say. <laughs> um, I know it's a crazy story. I know it's crazy. It sounds wild. Um, so anyway, so that's what happened. And then after this, to rid them all completely of earth, the earth was flooded. Which is why they say the mud flood, the mud flood, the mud flood. You hear all about the mud flood. It happened. And I always said, why are there no bones? Why are there no bodies? Why are there no skeletons of any of these people that got flooded? And these Tartarians and these great buildings and these amazing feats. Well, they escaped. They knew it was coming. So they bailed out. But they're still out there, and there's a potential that another great war could take place on this planet again, in theory. I'd rather see that than a flood, or a reset, that's for sure. The reset thing really stinks on ice. I mean, could you imagine it? Think about it. A great flood, you guys. Could you imagine it? It'd be terrifying. Hold on here. Dang it. It's an old video. Ah. Come on. There. I have pictures. I'll share these pictures anyway. For sure. Um, let me share these. And then I'll find the video. But So that's basically where, what the story of the Tartarians I truly believe is. Um... And they are out there somewhere and they're watching at all times because they are our relatives, basically. They're our ancestors and they're coming back someday. They're in the triangle-shaped craft. If you ever see the triangle-shaped craft, that's your allies. Just remember that, guys. If it's all true. I know it sounds crazy. I probably sound like a lunatic, don't I? Ah, there it is. Blase. Right here. Let's see. It's crazy stuff right here, guys. 
It's crazy stuff. Hold up. Hold on a second. Hold on a minute here. Videos on desktop. Bing. All right. Let's see what we got. And we are going to add a media source. Bing. Bong. Bing. Bong. All right. Desktop. False prophet. Who the? I'm a false prophet, man. Crazy. I know prophet. All right, ready? And I'm gonna open it. And there you go. That is legend. Angel. So Star Wars, right, guys? Star Wars. Nice Star Trek. Bing. So, yeah, that was just a little side note, little story for the side note there. Um, keep you entertained, I suppose. <laughs> so, back to the Ziz. All right, back to the Ziz. So the Ziz, okay. You know, you guys want to know what's crazy? I'm pretty sure on Google Earth, because I love Google Earth. I look at Google Earth all the time. I find some crazy stuff. One of my greatest finds I still haven't shared because, well, I don't know if I should. It's it's gnarly stuff. Um, might be too much. You know what I mean? Anyhow, so I found this on Google Earth. Crazy stuff. The Ziz. So they said the Ziz, right? was so oh i wanted to read you guys oh that's right that's right though hold up hold up hold up before i even do this is i wanted to read you guys the stuff about the portals man i forgot about that the sun and the portals the sun and the portals i forgot about that y'all hold up hold up i gotta read you guys some of that hold up it's nuts man it blew my mind i was like no way hold on here Where are you at? Oops. Okay, hold on here. I want to say it'll be... Let me try the third. Okay. No. Where's the first one? Where is that? Okay. I'm going to have to figure out that screen capture thing real fast because that really irritates me that don't work. Because this is not the way it should be done. I should be just reading it right off the damn internet. I don't know why it didn't work. It sucks because it's so hard to test, you guys. Like, basically what sucks about streaming live is it's so hard to test that type of stuff out beforehand. I have to almost do it live to, tell, to ask you guys, is it working? Is it working? You know what I'm saying? Um... Hold on here. Image. So it makes it a pain in the butt. 
So I'm basically like guinea pigging you guys. Ah, the sun. The sun. This is the start of it, guys. So the sun, the luminaries, right? The luminaries, they call them. The luminaries. I was like, that's cool. I remember like the seven luminaries of Mexico. The seven luminaries. Okay. Chapter, oh God. 50, 60, 72. 72. Okay, chapter 72. The book of the courses of the luminaries of the heavens. The relations of each according to their classes, their dominion, and their seasons, according to their names and their places of origin, and according to their months, which Uriel, the holy angel, who was with me, who is their guide, showed me, and he showed me all their laws exactly as they are, and how it is with regard to all the years of the world and unto eternity, till the new creation is accomplished, which dureth till eternity. And this is the first law of the luminaries. The luminary sun. Check it out. The luminary sun. Okay. Okay, the luminary sun has its rising in the eastern portals of heaven. And its setting in the western portals of heaven. And I saw six portals in which the sun rises. And six portals in which the sun sets. And the moon rises and sets in these portals. And the leaders of the stars and those whom they lead, six in the east and six in the west. And all following each other in accurately corresponding order. Also, many windows to the right and to the left of each of these portals. And first, there goes forth the great luminary, named the sun. And its circumference, listen to this, is like the circumference of the heaven. And he is quite filled with illuminating and heating fire. The chariot on which he ascends, the wind drives. And the sun goes down from the heaven and returns through the north in order to reach the east. And is so guided that he comes to appropriate that portal and shines in the face of heaven. In this way he rises in the first month in the great portal, which is the fourth, those six portals. That is freaking mind-blowing, y'all. Like, for real? It blew my mind. Hold on. I'm going to keep going here. I'm going to keep going here. Let me find the next one. I couldn't really. Hold on. I might have it. Hold on. Nope. 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 Okay. I didn't do it in very good order, I guess. That source. Let me find the next one here. <clears throat> I can't even see it. Mikey. Let's try this one. Yes, perfect. <clears throat> right here. Okay. And returns to the north <clears throat> in order to reach the east. And is so guided that he comes to the appropriate portal and shines in the face of the heaven. In this way, he rises in the first month in the great portal. And in the fourth portal, from which the sun rises in the first month, 
are 12 window openings from which proceed a flame when they are opened in their season. When the sun rises in the heaven, he comes forth through that portal, through that fourth portal, 30 mornings in succession and sets accurately in the fourth portal in the west of the heaven. And during this period, the day becomes longer and the night shorter to the 30th morning. On that day, the day is longer than the night by a ninth part. And the day amounts exactly 10 parts and the night to the night to eight parts. And the sun rises from the fourth portal and sets in the fourth portal and returns to the fifth portal of the east 30 mornings and rises from it and sets in it with the fifth portal. And then the day becomes longer by two parts and amounts to 11 parts. And the night becomes shorter and amounts to seven parts. And it to returns to the east and enters in the sixth portal and rises and sets in the sixth portal. One in 30 mornings and a count of its sign. On that day, the day becomes longer than the night and the night becomes double the night. And the day becomes 12 parts and the night is shortened and becomes six. And the sun mounts up to make the day shorter and the night longer. And the sun returns to the east and enters the sixth portal and rises from it and sets 30 mornings. And when they blah, 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 like you, you guys get it. Like insane. Insane, right? I mean, the like the detail. Does that not just blow your mind? Six parts and ninth parts and eleventh parts. Like, how do you even know? Like, how do you even make this shit up? How? I don't know if you do. Like, how do you make this up? Right? You know, and I hate to say it, but like, when I read that, I'm like, okay, so is the, like, how, what is the, what is, the, what is this? Like, what is going on? Right? It blows your mind. Like, and this is just the tip of the iceberg, guys. The Book of Enoch is mind-blowing. The Book of Enoch is mind-blowing, y'all. Um, the sun rises and sets through portals. Like, really? Okay, I'll, I'll hear it. I'll hear it. I mean, at the end of the day, I'll hear it. But, uh, yeah. Wild stuff. Amazing. A good read. Um, it also says, too, that... <clears throat> In here, it also says that the moon and the sun are the same size. The moon and the sun are the same size. Can you believe that? That one kind of blew my mind, too. But if you look at them from the sky, if you look at them, like, straight on and just, like, look at them, they do look like they're the same size. So, I don't know. It's crazy stuff. It's interesting. Enoch is a gold mine. Yeah, it is. And it's just getting started. We are the last generation. It's just getting started. What? The Darrow? All right. Yeah, I'm always open to suggestions, guys. I'll write them down. <clears throat> Do you guys... I want, I've been meaning to ask you guys. Do you guys remember that book I've told you guys about so many times? I cannot remember the title for the life of me. It's about that kid. He gets lost in the underground tunnels. And then he gets found by tall whites. And he goes and lives with them. And when he lives with these tall whites, he learns their ways and their magic, if you will. But they use they, they use uh, this stuff, this black substance, blah, blah, blah. And they use it to 
um, basically for battle, for advantages on on hunting and, and everything. Like it's a part of their survival. It's intertwined within them. It's like it's like black goo or something. But uh, yeah. Anyway, that book sounds the book I've been wanting to like. I can't figure. I can't remember the name of it for the life of me. Um. <clears throat> <clears throat> the coming race ah thank you thank you i've been wanting to know that i can't figure it out i couldn't figure it out hold on let me give you a shout out where you at ah brian thorpe you are the man thank you sir i appreciate you thank you the coming race i've been wanting to read that man really bad it sounds good really interesting book um, so yeah, I just saw the craziest video too, you guys. I wish I could tell you guys to share it with you, but I'm kind of, I'm kind of not apt to share it, but basically, so, so these embalmers, right? All over the, all over the nation embalmers, embalmers are the people that clean up the bodies and stuff and like totally rid them of all like living things like, like blood, for example. So embalmers drain all the blood out of a body before they bury them okay all of it and they and they've been getting a lot of in the in, in the east and the west or not in the east but in the west in our country there's been a lot of uh a lot of um blood clot deaths right But when they drain the blood, they're not looking like normal blood clots. They're different. And it's something that's like literally. It's like they've never seen it before. It's like a like a parasite, if you will. I'm not sure. But they're not sure what's going on with it. And they're not sure. They're not sure what it is. Uh, they're looking into it, but it's not good. It sounds like. It's something that's supposedly irreversible. I don't know. Anyhow, it's crazy stuff. You might have got to take the time to look into that. It's interesting stuff. Um, so yeah, the coming race is a good book. Um, then what do you call them? The uh, oh the the Drago, the Drago, the Dra What do you call them? That elephant noses. What do you call the elephant noses guy? I can't remember. Look at all the YouTube. That's awesome, guys. Facebook's still going strong. I love you, Facebookers. Love you guys. Honestly, you guys, I gotta forgot. I gotta celebrate, dude. I forgot to I forgot to celebrate, you guys. It's amazing. Like I'm so mind blown. Like I'm so mind blown, dude. Still to this time, till to this day, I eclipsed 300,000 subscribers on YouTube, guys. I'm not. I'm now at like 305 or something like that. Absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. And then Facebook, 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 Facebook. That the the the, the platform that has blown my mind, man. When it comes to creating on, I've loved it. I've loved it. It's been an awesome experience with Facebook, you guys. I I've, I'm still mind blown. I still can't believe. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my I love my YouTubers, but my God, my views on Facebook just they they clips them and they just go crazy um they've been great to me dude so i got 400 and almost 30,000 followers on facebook now you guys 
I can't even believe I'm saying that, y'all. It's blowing my mind to this day. 430,000 followers on Facebook, y'all. And climbing. And climbing. So, thank you so much. I can't thank you guys enough. It's been the most amazing experience I could ever ask for. Um, but I couldn't have done it without you guys, man. Like, look at that. I mean, I've had a thousand viewers in this live the whole time. It's amazing, guys. I appreciate you all. Every last one of you. Um, even the haters, man. I love you guys too. You know, uh, you make my, you make, you make the whole thing complete. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Cause at the end of the day, you know, I, it, for a long time it bothered me, but like at the end of the day, y'all love me too. And I appreciate it. Um, it keeps you going. It keeps you, it keeps you going. Right. Um, a little part of them is why they, they a little part of them believes my stuff. A little part, a little part. That's why they hate <laughs> But anyhow, uh, thank you guys so much for that. Again, uh, anything can happen, you guys. Trust me, follow your dreams. If you stick your mind to it, you can do anything in this world, I'm telling you. I know it's easier as a creator to sit back and say you can follow your dreams and you can achieve whatever you want. I know, I understand that because, uh, you know, I'm sitting where I am and I'm lucky and I'm blessed. Um, I grinded. It took a lot of hard work, don't get me wrong. But um, I'm telling you guys, if you want to do it, you can do it, man. You can do it. Uh, whatever you want. You just start creating. And I've honestly, still to this day, I use TikTok as my main platform for creating. Seriously. That's all my videos. All from TikTok. Then I screen record them to get the emblem out of it. And I post them. <laughs> Sorry, TikTok. It's the way it is. But hey, people hate on... Yeah, yes, yeah, fine. That's all right. Hey, Misty. Thank you. Good, good to see you, girl. Good to see you. Been a long time. Been a long time. Book of Monsters, 1700. Interesting. History's Mysteries Unveiled. Have a good one. Thanks for stopping in. Thank you, Svetlana. Bukrieva. Bukrieva. Svetlana Bukrieva. Yeah, I like it. Darrow Elephant Knows People. Thank you. That's the one. Darrow. 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 Elephant nosed people. Got you, bro. Got you. How old am I? I am 34. I'm decently close to Flint. A dark nose? What? The Bible's awesome. Youngstown, Ohio. Thank you, thank you. I'm in Michigan too. That's what's up. We'll have an enemy from the sea. No more. The truth is in the movies. It sure is. The Great Kings. I tried to, bro. I chopped her name off. I tried to, bro. <laughs> uh, the Darrow are related to the flood. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I did talk about the crabs being missing. So, what could it be? I think we talked about it in the beginning. Um, literally, I am not... I, nobody's 100% sure, of course, right? Um, but they... It went from 2020 to 2021, 8 billion to 1 billion. Then last year, the last billion left. They're not sure what's happening with them. They either went north. They think they either went north because of climate change. But that doesn't make sense because in 2014 and 2016... All the ways through those years, the climate was actually warmer in the water. 
So that doesn't really make sense. So they're not really understanding why or where they vacated to. It could be a cyclical thing. Every thousand years, they just go somewhere to mate. Um, it's hard to say. Uh, also, the theory that maybe there's a massive sea creature out there chomping them up. They like them as their, their appetizer. Uh, and they're just literally swimming the ocean floor, opening their mouth, and freaking by the masses, gobbling them up. That was the other theory. And then we went into Leviathan. So I wanted to tell you guys, though. What's ASL? <laughs> Escobar Nights. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yes, sir. This town is like 10 years behind. Smoky God is awesome. I think they've been eaten, too. I agree. I really do. God's judgment. Climate change is a fallacy, I think, sometimes. Crystal City, yes, sir. They ran for cover, huh? So, all the stuff going on with Ukraine and uh, Russia and stuff, how crazy is that? The, um, the uh, Nord Stream pipeline blowing up, guys? I usually don't talk politics, but that's crazy, y'all. That's a bold move, and it's a scary move, right? It's a scary move. Um, so they're saying that Russia's infamous nuclear sub, which is one of the greatest nuclear subs, or the highly advanced nuclear subs in the world right now, um, has left its bay, has left its port. And they don't know where it is. That's awesome, right? They have no idea where it is. Um, that's scary. And then China and Russia had ships in Alaska in the in the waters between Alaska and Russia. Um, I pray not, guys. I pray nothing takes place. I pray nothing happens. Supposedly, also, the U.S. just bought $300 million, $300 million worth of insulin for radioactive poisoning or radiation poisoning. $300 million, guys, they spent, and they bought radiation poisoning medicine, okay? But here's the kicker. This radiation poisoning medicine, this is supposed to help you with radiation sickness. This medicine has to be kept refrigerated at all times, okay? And it only has a shelf life of 18 to 24 months. Kind of scary. Why would they buy that stuff? Your guess is as good as mine, fam. Your guess is as good as mine. I really hope it. I really hope not. You know what I'm saying. Um, but nevertheless, we got to do what we got to do. We got to prepare to like do what you got to do to prepare. Um, at the least, you know, get some, um, you know, fire firepower and stuff like that. Get prepared that way, uh, and do you know do what you can, right? Do what you can. Uh, that's all you can do. Is is is? And I hope it's not. I hope it's not the case. But you guys remember that story? Um, 
about the uh, the time traveler ish, where he was. It was out in California, where he went into this deep meditation and he jumped into the future into his reincarnation into his reincarnation which was his great great grandson or something like that but it was him reincarnated supposedly okay so he jumps into him and he see and he basically talks to this guy who interviews him on stage and he talks as the great grandson okay and this great grandson states that what takes place is a massive nuclear war and that at this nuclear war, China, okay, supposedly has a 250 million man army. And this army comes through Alaska and they take no prisoners, man, woman, dog, child, don't matter, cat, all they see and moves, they, sh they take down and they push. And this is just, this is just a freaking, totally a freaking story. It probably bull. But anyway, he supposedly traveled to the future. And they come down and they push and they sweep all of Canada. And they push all the way to Colorado, like Denver, Colorado. And we fight and we fight and we fight. And it, it doesn't matter how many you take out, they keep coming. And that's what the story says. And they come to, and they make it to Denver, Colorado. And that's when supposedly an alien faction steps in and say enough is enough. And they stop them. And then... It takes years, but everybody recovers, and mankind finds a new image, a new self, a new, a new embodiment. They become more spiritually connected, more uh, meditative, not so, not part of the the matrix or the, the the work grind and all that. They still work. Everybody takes their part, but they do a lot of like. It's almost like as if they're monks. They live as if they're monks. How about that? That that'll that'll be that that's a perfect way to describe it. They are not so not so intense though, but they're spiritual, and they also talk about how people there are still there's a lot of people still stuck in 3D, where they like the technology, they like all the tech and the, the stuff, and they actually are out of they're so out of tune and not spiritual that they can't become spiritual. They all want to, but they can't because they're too attached to third dimension. So they're stuck there, but they're there, but they're stuck there. They aren't allowed to step into the spiritual realm and try to ascend and become um, something greater in theory, right? Uh, so that's that story. That's crazy. Um, that always just that always just plays in the back of my mind when all this war stuff and stuff is kind of taking place. It's like, I mean, could it happen? I don't know. But then at that in that story though, it's what's weird is it becomes the the citizens versus the federals, which is like, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Whoa, Siri, why are you listening to me? Bing, 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 bing. Okay, guys, I want to address... Oh, so I talked about the ziz, right? So you guys heard the part about the ziz where the egg falls on earth. The egg falls to earth, right, of the ziz. And the yolk floods 60 cities. Okay? The yolk floods 60 cities. And... It takes out 300 cedars. Well, turns out it was a rotten egg, and the ziz, the ziz pushed it out of the nest in it by accident, irresponsibly, if you will. That's how big these things are. So check it out. I was Google Earthing, right? And this is kind of crazy. You guys might believe it. You guys might not. Um, 
But I was Google Earthing, and I found these pictures, or I found this, and I'm not sure if it's you know necessarily the the uh, or and anything whatever I think it is at all. Okay, hold on. Let me just drop it in. Keep both, keep both. Okay. Back. That's one cool thing about this this mouse. It's like I can just slide it back and forth for screens. Isn't that cool? Pretty neat. I do love the Mac. It's just I gotta work out the kinks on the playing the display capture. It really frustrates me. See, there's like nothing there. Ay, caramba. Settings, yeah. So weird. Why it won't do it. Oh, shut up, kitty. God, you're pain in the ass. Sorry, guys. <laughs> she is a pain, though. Said system preferences. God dang. Freaking brat. Um. Eh, fuck it. Displays. About time to jump down. Pain in the butt. Hold on. Let me go let this cat in here. Um. Should have just said yes, I guess. Oh, it's, that's what it was. It wants me to reset. That's what it did. It wanted me to reset. Okay, anyhow, I'm going to show you guys this picture real quick. So I was on Google Earth anyway, guys. This is crazy. Ad source. Nope. Ad source. Browse. Okay. Oh, shush. Oh, there it is. Okay. So I found this. Hold on, let me let this cat in. Come on. Come on. Oh, wah, wah, wah. Life's so hard. Okay. Okay, check it out. <laughs> so I was on Google Earth and like looking around. And this is just something that reminded me of the Ziz, right? And it could be fake. I don't know. It could be nothing. So I found this in this little cove off of uh, oh, off Australia. And it looks like possibly an old egg, right? But check this out. So I, I did a little messing around. And I zoomed in. I know a lot of people probably think, oh, the friggin' Google Earth, blah, blah, blah. But whatever. It's still sweet. Um, so that, I measured it, right? I want to show, show you the last picture next. Where is it? Ah, right there. Okay. 
So I measured it. Check it out. Open. I'm not ready to transform. Fit the screen. Okay. So I measured it, guys. Look how big it is. 656 feet from end to end, right? And I was like, man, I swear. I swear I could see something in that. All right? So I did a little enhancing and stuff. And you guys may not see it. You might. You might not. I'm not saying. I'm freaking just playing around here. Having some fun. Let me show you here. And I zoom in and enhance it. And here we go. One. Fit the screen. Boom. You see it? See it? Look at the beak. Look at that. Huh? You see that? Look at the beak. Nostrils. That looks like a bird. Is it not? I could be wrong. Could be bullshit. Could be full of shit. But to me, I don't know. That looks like something in that egg. That it obviously did not get to hatch. It's probably obviously dead, hopefully. <laughs> right? Hopefully. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Could it be? Could it be? Dragon would be cool. I was thinking dragon too, but you can almost see the beak. Look at the beak. It almost has a beak. That would tell me a bird. It's got a beak. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Ron and Steele. I appreciate it. Apocryphon. Apocryphon of John. Yep, head is at the top. Good eye. If you have the vision, you can see it. You got to have the vision, though. You got to you gotta want to see it. You got to have the vision. Once I started Google Earthing, I got the vision. It took me a while, but I started seeing all that is. And I'm telling you, Google Earth will blow your mind if you know what you're looking for. I found some amazing, amazing, amazing things on Google Earth, you guys. This is why I believe what I believe, truly. Google Earth is a lot of why I believe all that I believe, because I've seen it all. All right, I found giants that are, I have a giant, I found a giant that's massively tall. And it's blatant, it's a giant, it's there, it's a giant, you know what I'm saying? It's still it's still a flesh. I haven't showed it, I don't want to show it because I'm scared to show it. But yeah, I found those, I found ETs, reptilians, freaking, you name it. Found them all. No, it ain't. Google Earth is CGI. Come on, man. Bro, no, it's not. 
they didn't put all that detail in. They didn't put everything I found in by CGI, bro. I've seen some. I've seen all kinds of shit, dude. There's just no way somebody would take the time to do all that, bro. No way, dog. Those are real pictures. The, you know what Google Earth is? This the Google Earth is an invention that was done and made by the CIA. The CIA called Google Earth basically and said, "Here, we have this amazing tech for you, but." We want full access to your servers. We want full monitoring of your servers, and we want to be able to watch and do what we want with them whenever we want. And we'll give you this awesome search engine, which is Google Search. And they gave them Google Search and gave them Google Earth. So you're telling me that's CGI? Come on, man. It's not CGI. Thank you for the... Have you ever looked into the Antichrist? I have not much. No, I have not, to be honest. I will, though. You guys, you got to remember there are certain things on here. Like, I'm honestly pushing it by even talking about the Book of Enoch. I'm pushing it talking about this this bird and this egg. Like, I'm always pushing it. So, <clears throat> I got to be really careful on what I talk about. Like, church stuff is good. It's good. It's okay. But you got to be careful with the church stuff. Because you don't want to offend people. Because we're a bunch of offensive people and we're very sensitive today so you got to be careful with that i can't afford to get canceled guys so i got to really watch what i say watch what i do honestly even that tartaria story i told you guys is edgy you know what i'm saying um that's why i always say it's always for all entertainment purposes only may or may not be true most likely not true i just say that because it's like at the end of the day i'm a storyteller i love what i do i find stories and i tell them um now could that mean that the stories that I'm telling have possibly took place? Possible, yeah. I feel like uh, every story that's been told throughout history maybe has some merit to it. It has some uh, value uh, in, in truth, right, at the end of the day. Otherwise, why would they share the stories? Um, you know, Jack and the Beanstalk, you know, all those crazy stories. Paul Bunyan, you know, there's truth to all that stuff, guys. Um, this before we, if, before honestly I started looking into this, I just thought they were stories, but there's a lot of truth to all this. Even like that, this gentleman said, uh, the new um, Black Panther or whatever. Uh, not Black Panther. <laughs> uh, Wakanda. I don't know. Yeah, the Black Panther, I think. I don't remember. Um, I don't. I haven't watched TV in forever, guys. I hardly ever watch TV uh, anymore. But anyway, the Avengers and all that stuff, that's coming back, right? Um, it's coming back, and it's true there's a lot of truth to it the fighting in the galaxy and the taking over all that stuff yeah um oh and i wanted to show you guys something this is crazy this is crazy guys i wanted to show you guys something um it looks awesome or this show this 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 video off tiktok right it's really good it tells a lot about the a race of beings that a lot of people don't know about Alien footage, cloaking device, demon present, dinosaur. Well, I got a lot of videos I could share with you guys right now. Uh, the Ronald Jesus alien video. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Where's the first? Okay, right here. Okay, right here. Ready? 
This is good stuff. They left defeated the reptilian race. They left them in a planet near the star Alpha Draconi. Can in you guys a hear it? Constellation where they had the best chance of survival. Let me know if you guys can hear it. Upon the creation of the reptilian race by the Carrions, they told the reptilians that this universe was theirs to command. They told them that everything is theirs for the taking, and they must dominate every galaxy, planet, and race they encounter. This way of thinking was planted since their creation and grew stronger throughout the years of evolution. They have they this belief system even, even today. today. The originally, the originally created reptilian race, race later called master, master race by the other reptilian species, were called the Alpha Draconians and, and were considered royalties. The, the Alpha, Alpha Draconians look like, like monsters compared to the other, other reptilian species. They have long tails and stand from 18 to 25 feet tall and can weigh up to 2,500 pounds. They even have special wings, which are flaps of skin supported by long ribs, which can be folded back against the body. They have a large liver and two hearts. They have the strength of 12 to 16 humans. Their heads resemble that of a dinosaur, striking fear in everyone who simply looks at them. The average, the average lifespan of the Draconians extends from 1800 to 4100 years of age. There are actually two types of Alpha Draconians divided into two castes. The giant ones are part of a royal caste called the Psyker, while there are smaller ones, 8 feet tall, which form a well-trained warrior class and do not have wings. The ones, the ones that, that live as long as 4,100 years are the royal line of the Draconians, the Winged Psyachers. This ancient race was one of the first civilizations in our galaxy to have developed the interstellar space travel and have had this capability for 4 billion years. They were one of the first races to chart our solar system, and in fact, they were the first race to state that our solar system belonged to the reptilians. They had, they had a great, great technological advantage over the other, other races, races which, which was, was probably given to them by the Carrions. The, the Alpha Draconians have colonized and conquered many star systems and have, and have created many reptilian and non-reptilian races. But oh, you know there's a part two. You know there's a part two, y'all. Hold up. Constellation where they had the best chance of survival. Upon the creation of the reptilian race by the Carrions, they told the reptilians that this universe was theirs to command. They told them that everything is theirs for the taking, and they must dominate every galaxy, planet, and race they encounter. This way of thinking was planted since their creation and grew stronger than that. As protruding horns, reptilian beings have no body or facial hair. The higher a reptilian's status, the more features it physically
that uses these children for games of combat and amusement. In this way, the reptilians are forever stuck in survival state. They believe that in their ways, that if the young ones survive, they were meant to, and in the process, they have had to fight all the way, and at a young age, they're completed warriors, and depend on no one. This means they have no boundaries in what they will do to other beings. It is rooted in them, never to trust a human race, after the great galactic war in Lyra, when the reptilians, invaded the humanoid races, who were living in peace and harmony. All of the reptilians are taught the draconian version of the history of the Great Galactic War, which teaches that humans are at fault for invading the universe, and that humans selfishly wanted a draconian society to starve and struggle for the basic materials that would allow them to exist. The reptilians are taught from young that they are superior to all other beings and that they need to be respected and be perceived as masters. Essentially, one of the main things that the reptilians try to do here on Earth is to cause human suffering and to ensure there is constant conflict. The reason they want this is because the reptilians actually consume negative energy like jealousy, fear, hate, anger, and even sexual energy created from perversions. It is believed that they have the ability to shapeshift and use this ability to get themselves deeply infiltrated in our governments, controlling our society, our moral, educational, and economic systems. The reptilians are responsible for all of the wars, destruction, perversion, hatred, and degradation in humanity, since they consume the negative energy we create. The reptilians also enjoy eating human flesh and the back of their head. Throughout history, these bony ridges may have been misidentified as protruding horns. Reptilian beings have no body or facial hair. Can't come hear me, can you guys? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm not come. mic'd up. Hold up. Okay, so I got a lot of hate for this video, you guys. Um, a lot of people talking a lot of crap in my comments. Oh, it's just uh, um, oh my god, I'm brain lapsing. Um, manatees. It's just manatees. It's just manatees. No, hold on. Now, just wait a second. Take a look at this video. If you watch it over and over again, you can see, okay? It's not just mantis, man. It's not. So check it out. I went in and I was like, you know what? I'm going to prove it. It's not mantis. You can see it's not mantis. They're big ass freaking serpent-like beings. They're are, are, are creatures, excuse me. Um, 
and I can prove it here. Let me show you. So why? Yes. Okay. So, so why do people thought there were manatees? You can blatantly see manatee tails in there, right? So as I was going through the comments, I was like, wow, man, a lot of people are not on board with this. They're like hating hard. This is kind of shitty. You know, um, I got a lot of views on the video nevertheless, but if you look through the comments, I found one comment in particular and I was like, oh my God, that's what it is. So she, this commenter said this, where I'm from, she said, there were people walking on the shore of one of our uh, freshwater lakes or, or freshwater um, uh, outlets to the ocean. And she said that one time there was a group walking and they spotted what looked like like a snake or a sea serpent, right? And when they got to looking closer... They could see that these things, these sea serpents, if you will, they were they were feasting on these manatees. They were eating these manatees. So that is what is taking place here. That's why the dog lived. The dog lived because they were already feeding on manatees. Okay? Now check this out. Let me show you. Let me show you. I always dig. I always do my research, fam. So, here's one image. Yeah, I'm going to show you a good one. So, here's the Im one of the images that I found that I zoomed in on and create kind of, you know, did the contrast thing and adjusted. Boom. Boom. Fit screen. And there you have it. So you can see here, if you watch my cursor, you can see the mouth, mouth, eye, eye, what looks to possibly be a horn, a horn of some sort, but you can see blatantly eye, eye, that is a head of a sea serpent let me show you another one my eyes are getting tired on me fam let me show you another one real quick here though there boom see eye eye nostrils it says just above the water just above it and all these pictures I pulled from that video I know it can this these ones can be hard to see but you can pretty much see right here and then hold on let me see here image at source had a bang had a bang search look at this one open 
transform, fit a screen. Bada bing, bada bing. So there's the dog. Oops. So there's the dog right there. Doggy, and then serpent. You can see lips, eye, eye. Here, here. And then I think I got maybe one more good one here. And I know you got to kind of look, but. It sucks the name is in front of this one because. What? All right, cancel. That's enough. All right, that's enough of that. I just... Anywho, possible sea serpents. Uh, they're not uncommon. People have seen them before. It's weird they're so close to shore. Oops. But that's that. And that's at the back of the live. That one's the most obvious to me, though. That was the most blatant. And there you have it. Okay, guys, I better wrap it up. I'm getting tired here. Eyes getting heavy on me. I appreciate you guys for stopping by my live. I really do. You guys are the best. I couldn't do without you. Obviously, all this is for entertainment purposes only. I'm not saying anything I say is true. I'm not saying it as absolute fact. I'm saying it as I'm a storyteller, and I love to tell great stories. So I hope you enjoyed them. I hope you enjoyed them. Nevertheless, uh, and I hope you keep watching. Stay tuned in, all right? I'm going to come up with more great content, stuff that will keep blowing your mind. There's always the juice. It's always out there if you want to find it. You just got to find the... Find the right fruit to squeeze, you know what I'm saying? So, keep watching me. I will always keep you entertained. And I will always love every one of you for being there for me. Having my back. Keeping all those haters in the comments at bay. You guys are the best. Um, thank you for 400,000 on Facebook. Thank you for 300,000 on YouTube. I never thought in a million years it would take place. So, you guys are awesome. Without you, none of this would take place. So thank you so much. You guys are the best. Thank you, Facebook. Thank you, YouTube. Thank you, Facebook fans. Thank you, YouTube fans. You guys are the bomb. Um, even one or two of you Twitch followers, you guys are awesome too. Like, everybody's awesome. You guys are, are uh, the best crew a guy could ask for. Having my back. Stay in love. Stay in the light. It's always fun. And I'm going to miss you guys for the time I'm off. But I am promising you I will start going live more. For you guys because you guys deserve it i promise you now once i get my life back in order a little bit you'll see a lot more entertaining content coming from me all day long so keep on keeping on and keep on watching fam love you all stay in the love stay in the light be kind to others as always i am out